2: Their aim is to
1: educate and entertain. Here's Scott and Jess. Welcome, guys, and happy Wednesday. We are coming to you live from Salem, New Hampshire. And we have a special guest with us today. Her name is Nancy Dewar, and she has created the Seacoast Bark magazine. It's been uh, in publishing for three years, and we just love it. We advertise in it. And we wanted to have her on to talk about it today. But first, we're going to start with the quirky tip of the day. <laughs> All right, my quirky tip is, right in the same vein as that magazine, if you live, I would say, from like Kittery, Maine, to Newburyport, Massachusetts, which I know a lot of people listen um, you know, nationwide and worldwide, and we appreciate all of our listeners. But if you happen to live in that area of the country and you're not already looking at Seacoast Bark, check it out. They're often like at Hannaford's and a lot of different places um, that you can just grab one. And it's super cute material, great advertising, tons of dogs that make us happy. Um, so if you're not familiar with Seacoast Bark, seek them out. And you may even see a little ad from Scott and Justin there. we well, started a, advertising.
2: Um, if you have an online Dog yeah. business, uh, this would be a good magazine no matter where That's you true. live in the country. That's
1: true. Yeah. That's true. That Yeah, you can reach anybody. So, Nancy, welcome. Thank you so much Thank for joining you. us. Thanks. It's great to be with we you We have wives. her cute little beardy uh, flip-flop here. She's on the ground. She's in our YouTube thumbnail, but she's 12, so she's just chilling on the ground at the podcast studio. A little studio. too big
2: to have on the counter yeah. with us.
1: <laughs> and, and too old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, tell us a little bit about how this kind of came to be, this whole vision.
0: Well, the magazine started in... On the seacoast three years ago. Okay. But I actually started my first magazine in Montana. Okay. Um, I had moved out to Whitefish, Montana and was doing freelance writing for a magazine out there and thought, why don't I start my own magazine about dogs? Was that the
2: Grand Teton Bark? It was...
0: (laughs) 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 Big Sky Bark? No. (laughs) It was 406 Bark because that's the area code for the whole big state. Oh, cute. Mm Cute. Yep. So I did that for two years and then desperately missed the seacoast. So moved back here awesome. four years ago and started
1: seacoast. So it was Park. a similar method um, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically okay.
0: the same format and everything, just different. You know, articles about the seacoast.
1: Well, and one thing I like, and for anyone who wants to have some sort of dog magazine that does that lives in a more um, specialized area like you do, is the way you get your advertisers because. Everybody in the magazine, it's not like a non-dog person would pick it up and not have any benefit there because, you know, there's window people advertising, there's people advertising, but it has a dog theme throughout the whole thing, which just makes it fun to look at.
0: You know, thanks. Um, It's interesting because I would say like 80% of our advertisers have nothing to do with the pet category, Mm -hmm. but they know that pet lovers buy every good and service.
1: Yes, and it has good circulation in your magazine. So I I like that aspect of it a lot. And of course, it's way more fun to leaf through than, you know, some freaking, I don't even know what the trashy magazines are anymore that you read during pedicures, but (laughs) it's way more fun to look at because there's just dogs on every page. Well, you know, it's fun too, Jess. I hear often... People are like, oh, my God, we love to
0: read the ads because they have dogs in them. And, like, who likes to read ads? (laughs) Really?
1: I mean. But good for advertisers. No, we personally, this is the only print advertising Scott and I have done. Probably in three years, easily. Yeah, we
2: don't typically do a lot of print advertising. Yeah,
1: because our online stuff has just been you know, brought up so much. And we've gotten a lot of nice direct response from it. And yeah. people right. like it. It's yeah. more of an intimate reader. That's why we keep reader. doing it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you're part of our pack. <laughs> but it's more of an intimate reader, I feel like. It's yeah. not one of those things that, like, they, they are looking forward to the next issue. They're looking forward to what's going on. And then you, do you have, like, one big story in the magazine? I, I'm not sure how you do it.
0: Um, we usually have an animal lover profile article okay. and then we do some sort of feature story and then we have some standard ones. Like we do match.dog, how I met my true love. Oh, cute. Um, we do a let's potty page with recipes tied in with, um, a local, uh, Italian restaurant. Okay. So those are like our f- standard ones. And then we That's have- called let's potty. Potty. That's potty. Yeah, and then um, we have a, a, a okay. old uh, black lab named Walter that writes uh, Walter's words of wisdom. Oh, cute! Um, and he's actually one of our advertisers' dogs. So we have, you know, special articles each issue, and then some standard ones every one, every time too.
1: Yeah, do you want to go yeah. back to the party thing? I feel like you have a question. Well,
0: no, I, I, you got
2: the Massachusetts accent in there for... Oh, yeah, to let's help party. Yeah. I was thinking like P-O-T-T-Y. Yeah, I
1: know, we do need like to clarify, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for everybody.
2: It's a party training, and I, here's a recipe.
1: I knew we, I knew that, we needed to clarify. That would the
0: training one, let's
1: party. <laughs> yeah. Outside. Yeah, but it's party, but it's New <laughs> it's, England party. It's P-A-W, let's <laughs> <Yeah>. party. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, how many do you do a year? Because I know you're not every month, right? We're uh, bi- uh, bi- monthly, so okay. it's six
0: issues per year. Okay.
1: Yep. And, and that seems to work out pretty well for you and your schedule and everything? Yeah. Getting it
2: together. Probably it's a, a lot of work getting it together, right? Well, it's
1: pretty much a one-man band.
0: Once, yeah. I do have a few freelance writers, but I pretty much do everything. And um, yeah, so, I mean, there have been times where I've actually written a magazine in four days because I was yeah. down to the wire. <laughs> <laughs> So anything is possible. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so how many how many do you print uh, per
0: ep- publication? We do um, 7,000. And when it first started, I actually distributed all of them myself. It was exhausting. Yeah, I mm. bet. Yeah, these heavy, heavy boxes. So now I have a distribution company that distributes other mag- um, newspapers on the seacoast. Did you see Great.
1: a lot of difference during COVID with anything? Or everything moved pretty much, pretty seamlessly? Or how did it work What for you?
0: happened with COVID is we did lose a bit of, a few advertisers so we reduce the page count, and okay. Right. So we have just fewer pages, and um, but people are, you know, coming back on board now. So yeah, no, I mean,
1: I, I, I really, we, we've tried things like this in the past, and um, not only have we seen direct response, but we enjoy the magazine ourselves, and we've even found I was telling Nancy some other podcast guests locally that we've had on just because we learned about them through the magazine. We we didn't know about them until we learned through Seacoast Bark. So it's a cool concept.
0: That's great. Well, you know, what's different um, is what I always say to people, potential advertisers, we don't write about like dogs and fleas and um, dog, you know, ticks. We write lifestyle stories about people and the connection with animals. And that's what Mm. people
1: like to read about.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I also have people that really don't like dogs. I mean, they're not big dog people. And they're like, we love reading the magazine because they like reading about the people that they've, heard about or know of yeah right so there's that lifestyle aspect.
1: well and the other thing i mean just from a business marketing perspective even if you don't like dogs within your same business a lot of people own dogs so it's good advertising to hit the dog people i mean they're so
2: if you have a business but you don't have a dog (laughs) give us a call we'll rent you a dog for the picture
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is true how does that happen do you come up with a lot of pictures like are you building a lot of ads for people
0: you know um yeah, when I make sales calls, yeah. generally I will have an ad concept put yeah. together, um, something around dogs. Yeah, um, and then the other thing we do with all of our clients, and we've done this with you guys too, is we give them extra editorial. Whether you know, it's a we did an article about you guys called mm-hmm. "I Love My Job." Yeah, so we like to you know really make it a win-win for everybody. Do you have any
2: carpet cleaners in there?
0: You know what? We don't.
2: I can't believe it. I mean, the, <laughs> Scott's dog gonna want his owner,
0: carpet cleaning commission. Everybody now. I
2: see with potty <laughs> training problems, they
0: need a carpet cleaner. We do. Oh, we don't have it, and we also should have a flooring company in there yeah. for you know best yeah. hardwood floors yeah. for dog owners. Sort well, of Well, the
1: market. I mean, it's really endless. Outside of like you're saying, <laughs> she's all excited. Okay. Outside of like you're saying with the pet products, and you know, yeah. you're not just advertising toys and everything else. But it really is true. Like people are making decisions. I saw the statistic: millennials are actually like buying houses based on what the needs for their dogs are right now because – they're, you know, not everybody's having kids right away. Some people aren't having kids at all. Like, life decisions are truly being driven by the animals that we live for and care for and add to our pack and everything else. You make
2: that sound unusual. I well, mean, for us, we're used like to that. that for yeah. years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that for 30 years. But no, the, the difference is, is that just, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but like lay people, just normal pet people, people that aren't living, breathing, training, um, competing with dogs, like just making dogs their lifeblood, they still are making decisions based on. On what would be most comfortable for their animal?
0: And they're designing bathrooms like shower exactly. rooms and bathrooms yeah. yes, for the dogs, bathing
1: tubs and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, get on board.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> wallpaper with dogs on it, and shower <laughs> curtains with dogs on
2: them. You, you sound and, like you've been to our house already. <laughs> <laughs> Jess has all these ceramic tiles in the bathroom with dogs sitting you on do. the toilet, <laughs> all different breeds. No.
1: They're oh, my yeah. potty dogs. They're, they're like little friends in the bath.
2: But it's p o t t y, not
1: not like my potty. Dogs. Yeah, not not the <laughs> not the New England party. So what's yeah. something that you've learned through all of this that um maybe surprised you or that it has evolved? Like what's a takeaway that you've had, or maybe a difference between doing it out here versus Montana?
0: Well, you know, I guess I would say I have lived on the seacoast for twenty five years. But I was always doing freelance marketing, kind of an independent entrepreneur, and not really involved in the community that much. The people I have met through this magazine, and especially in this time when- It's I, hard to so meet much, people, yeah. Yeah, and there's so much not negative stuff going around. I have met the finest people in the world yeah. um, through my advertisers, my clients, and through the people I write articles about. Yeah. I mean, it really makes you feel- Good about yeah people,
1: just that like human connection. That almost. connection, yeah.
0: yep, yep. We did a story on one little girl. She's from somewhere in Massachusetts, and for her twelve-year-old, um, I guess Bar Mitzvah project, uh-huh. she decided that she was going to raise money for the humane for um, shelters around okay. up Northern Mass. And her goal was twelve thousand dollars. She ended or no twenty five hundred. Uh-huh. She ended up raising over twelve thousand dollars. with her project has since then started a non profit. So she's now like seventeen. Wow. Um, she's raised over ninety thousand dollars. I mean, it's amazing. As a, you know, a 12-year-old kid, I mean, yeah. people are doing amazing things. Yeah. I guess I was a loser as a kid.
2: Yeah, I was just <laughs> drinking beer and smoking dope.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, this is the problem I with was all you out coasters. of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I were you a big dog person before you started the 40, it was the 406 Bark? Yeah,
0: yeah. Were oh you a yes. you've always been oh, a dog yeah, person? Yeah, my family called me the finder when I was little like um <laughs> bring every stray dog and stray cat and in the world home. And so. now
1: you have a Beardy. I have a Beardy. And her former we were talking about this before we started her former beardy Nancy's uh, uh beardy before this one flip flop is actually on the cover. What was this one's name? Moose Muffin. Moose Muffin is on the cover of this um <laughs> this this issue and she's so cute right on the beach was there. Was that
2: a Montana dog?
0: No, she was a rescue Wait. from Maine and I found her in Uncle Henry's magazine. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. And they said I was going up to rescue a purebred Lhasa Apso. <laughs> and she was about this tall and had a little bunny tail and built like a little brick shed house and I'm like you know, there was no curly tail. I'm like, I have no idea what this dog is, but she sure ain't a Lhasa, and she was a great dog. Great dog.
1: Another good magazine connection for you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Have you
2: um? Are you thinking about expanding this uh, into more area, or you, know, you like the size of it right now?
0: You know, Scott. Before COVID hit, um, my goal, and I haven't abandoned it, but it's been shelved for now, was to license it, mm-hmm. um, where you would go into. It would be a licensing agreement and mm-hmm. help set people set up their own regional magazines. Yeah. Um, and initially, I started working on Boston Bark, mm-hmm. which would have been my second publication. But the more I got into it, I really believe the next one that would make sense would be North Shore Bark or main coast, bark.
1: Yeah. I think smaller the niche, Yeah, the communities, yeah. I think white
0: mountain
2: bark.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, honey. Yeah. Yeah. God, we got to like, start writing these I'm down. You go. got to listen back with a notepad to the Sarasota <laughs> bark,
0: but, um, <laughs> the big cities like Boston, yeah. it's all, it's too, you know, it's just too big. I yes. think I think you need the local community. Yes. Mm-hmm. So,
1: and probably not as much of that personal connection with your clients then the bigger you I, get. I don't
0: think so. I think it you would know, be really hard in a major metro for, area.
1: For us, we've seen it too, honestly, Nancy, because we started, when Scott first moved here, he was on the North Shore, and then we were in um, like a Boston suburb, and then we moved, you know, north to a northern mass suburb near the New Hampshire coastline, and now we are in Maine, and I would say our clients, the the clients that we're seeing are more in line with our values when we start. The dogs um, are a little more... I don't know, well-rounded maybe or something. I would the say like
0: grow up with better dwarf.
1: Yeah, they yeah, they're in nature. Yeah, potentially. Like, yeah, they're they're being raised like going to York Beach rather than just uh, in apartments in Boston. Like for a us, it's changed J.K. also. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and everything's changed a bit. So I we have seen that ourselves also. But it's fascinating the whole business and dogs colliding because it can be profitable for a lot of different people, and you don't just have to be selling pee pads.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's my one of my first advertisers was my um restaurant Massimo's in Portsmouth. I don't know if yeah. you guys have been there, but an Italian restaurant and Massimo, the owner, he said to me, like after the first couple issues came out, he's like, Nancy, I have advertised in, you know, hundreds of places yeah. over the years. And he's like, never once has anyone mentioned any of my advertising oh, really? until I went and Sea Coast Bark.
1: Oh, And he's like, people come awesome. in all the time. He's yeah.
0: like, oh, I saw you in Seacoast Park And I hear that a lot. Yeah.
1: Well, and now so, we got a good restaurant to go to in Portsmouth for oh, the weekend. Fabulous. This is great. All right, we're going to go to break super quick, and when we get back, we're going to chat more about dogs and Dogs and Magazines.
2: Does your dog lack self-control? Are you looking for some answers? Would you like your dog to be calmer? Does your dog lack confidence? Canine MindShift. Enroll in a free course today. Simply go to that's caninemindshift.com. That's caninemindshift.com.
1: All right. We're having fun. We're chatting and we're drinking out of our custom tumblers. This is fun. Hey. All right. Um, so, honey, what do you, am I missing anything as far as this goes, business perspective or what Well, you don't thinking? have to pick
2: up any dog poop in this business.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of nice. Scott's I mean, <laughs> leaving me and going you, to work with Dan. talk
2: <laughs> about all dog stuff, but you don't have to deal with the grooming and the potty. No.
1: Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. And, and your dog, Flip Flop, nice. is kind of like the face of the business in a certain way, as far as at least the Instagram presence. Yeah,
0: just probably because I'm too lazy. to. I, I, it's just easy to do pi- her pictures. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, and uh, she's
1: very well behaved. She's laying here at Nancy's feet, nice and calm here in the podcast studio, and- uh, and, and then she writes, again,
0: she writes her own column called oh, Flips good. and Flops. Oh,
1: that's good. Yeah. Things she likes and things she I gotta start really it. reading through the magazine, not just looking at pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, we just look at our ad. Yeah, there it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack okay, Rosen. No, well, we we did read some articles. Like I said, that's how we found Jeremy yeah, with Boston movie. Dog Lawyers. And it is some. There are interesting and unique things built around the pet industry that people don't realize until they do a little bit of digging. You know, and it is yeah. fascinating. We get these dogs now, and we just i them rotten or maybe we push them around in strollers in Boston, but it is fascinating how functional dogs can be in our world. And, how much they can fill voids and help people through times, and really, I mean, they're amazing. I mean, man's best friend—that's not some phrase that's been lost over the last, you know, few decades.
0: Well, you know, pre-COVID, um, Flip Flop and I would go to—it's the Webster and Rye Nursing Home uh-huh. um, up in Rye. We went every Wednesday afternoon from three to four to see her peeps. Yeah. And we would go in the Alzheimer's unit. Oh, that's and awesome. I'll tell you what; these—I mean—it just brought so much joy to. They probably people.
2: thought it was a relative coming to visit them.
0: <laughs> Who's that gray-haired girl over there? <laughs> (laughs) But they would sit and pet her, and she was happy, you know, because she was getting all the love, and it was, you know, just
1: that connection. And the studies, yeah, I mean, the, the way that dogs can, even just by petting them or connecting with their eyes or something else, and... You know, that's a point that you bring up that I didn't really even think of that during COVID, the therapy dogs were pulled also just for precautionary sakes, because a lot of people, even people that maybe weren't dog people, or they didn't have dogs in their house, because one of the spouses, you know, didn't care that much. Dogs bring some sort of healing energy to the table sometimes, especially when they're well mannered. Like flip-flop is that you really can't replace with anything else. Like no no drug out there is going to do it, and humans for sure can't do it. And we've
2: tried, trust (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) me. I was thinking that you should have a working dog section in there. I should. Police dogs, you know, the sport dogs. Detection dogs. You know, we've done that.
0: a few articles like that, but we sh- really should, that could be a good yeah. constant work like, work like a dog s- story. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: I, I didn't know that they were going to have a business meeting on the podcast, but Scott really yeah. is coming up with a lot of <laughs> okay. it's a lot of good options. He's, his brain always does this, no matter what we're talking about.
2: It's, it's that when you have to do we, the work part, that's when my, my brain starts to fade away from <laughs> the hard work.
1: So where do you advertise? I know you're in some grocery stores. What are some other places that you go For to? For distribution? Yes.
0: Um... Well, the distribution company puts them in the grocery stores okay. and different racks, and then um, I distribute about twenty five hundred to three thousand on my own. Okay, so I go to lots, just kind of the hot spots in the co- in the coastal towns, um, yeah, uh, restaurants, building uh, connections salons, again, yeah, um, wine and cheese stores, just yeah. where there's going to be the right audience. Yeah, exactly. So and the
1: other good. thing I like too that maybe gives this personal connection. Um, more of a presence in your business is like, she'll come and drop magazines off at our house. We hadn't prior <laughs> met her prior because we started advertising during COVID and Scott and I and always they were never home. Yeah. When we're they came not always home, <laughs> but that gives you a real personal connection also with your advertisers. that oh, like yeah, yeah. Here's your distribution oh. and keeping that rather than just, Oh, okay. The magazine arrived. Like, here we go. And we get a certain amount. We'll bring them to the cigar studio. Sometimes leave them out. So, you know, people smoking cigars can see. So it gives that more personal touch that I think a lot of businesses lack and that we also try to have integrity with, especially with our in-person yep. business. The, your, client, the, your clients, your partners, in it and and we're all humans, yes, you know. And the more right. the more we're treating each other like that, the more appreciative it is from all ends, and the happier we are. Like, kind
2: of new to me. This uh, uh,
1: it is it is know, a new social. It and... is a new concept to Scott, but I'll tell you, he loves it. If somebody sends him a text and he's like, "Oh, I really helped that person," Scott's the first person to be like, "Babe, the person I saw yesterday at ten just wrote me that like everything's going great." Like, we we need more of that because we're just we going do. so hands off and technology based and everything else that we're losing a lot of that connection. I
0: write a lot of pers- I hope I wrote one to you guys. I read a lot of personal. I didn't hear anything notes. from you. I, oh I'm God, just kidding. You're <laughs> going to get one now, <laughs> but I do. I, I try to write a lot of personal yeah. notes. Um, no, it's true.
1: And it, and, 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 but that also, it, it not only keeps us in the loop, but it's part of the intent of the whole publication, I would say kind of changes right. because of the way you approach it, which is awesome.
0: And you know, the other thing is, which is really fun. Like when I go out and distribute the magazine when it comes out, I'll go in places and people will literally clap going, Oh, we've been waiting for the next issue of because Mark, I'm
1: like, They're like Whoa. a celebrity. Is this the <laughs> Alzheimer's
0: unit? <laughs> Yay. The magazine's here. No, it,
1: it, people like their dog stuff. That's for damn sure. So and what about, um, the biggest challenge? What has your biggest challenge Ben? you think on your journey? Well, my
0: biggest challenge is just me and I love the creative process. Um, but I should be out cold calling more. And, yeah. um, it's, and this year has made it hard too because you didn't want to leave your house. So, yeah. so the biggest challenge is to find more people to bring on board with the magazine because it is complimentary. Yeah. So I pay all the design and printing costs up front and people like my partners, like you yeah. guys, are, is how I make the revenue. So I need to bring more people on board. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I will say we were so impressed that we weren't cold called. We flat out, I wrote Nancy, you I'm did. like, how can we get in on this stuff? We like it. But it's it's true because there's different presence with different You're things have that now you see.
2: like an annual Seacoast Bark Festival. <laughs> And yes.
1: we, can, we can have it here at Dave's. Two guys smoke shop. We're all set. We can set. all smoke and drink at Dave's. <laughs> Bring the dogs. They're, they're open to anything here.
0: You know, we were going to do a mixer with um, SPCA um, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit. So yeah. I, we were doing that with um, Allen Wayside Furniture. And so that got put on hold. But we should be doing it at Seaco Spark Well, Festival.
1: community is important and people yeah. talk about all this crap, talk. but it matters. Yeah, I'm ready
2: to do it as long as there's going to be <laughs> drinking and uh, smoking.
1: I am and... my new consultant. I'm all set. <laughs> I, now our staff Stop is don't build, don't build him up too much, Nance. You've only spent 21 minutes with him. <laughs> I could
2: create all kinds of work for you to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a good idea generator. That's for darn sure. Um, so what is your craziest story, I'd say, that you published as far as, like, just out there, like, left field, caught everybody off guard, your readers? Do you have any crazy things? Uh,
0: crazy stories? I don't know. Um, well, I actually wrote one about um, a friend of mine who had a mobile grooming salon. Uh-huh. And one day she called me on a Saturday and said, "Would you? I, my assistant's not here. Can you go help me?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'd love to." <laughs> and um, I went on this mobile grooming thing for what seemed like five months, and it was about six hours, and it was the worst day of my life.
1: <laughs> you know, it's in the dog industry. Oh honest, my god! To god. That
0: dry, like I'd see in Newfoundland. I'm like, "Oh my god, in Newfoundland! That more hair." I can dry my hair in less than five minutes. Yeah. It takes 45 minutes to dry a dog's hair. That's
2: just the paw on a Newfoundland. Oh,
0: it was just. Well, I got we, you know, home funny, and I am It's like, funny
2: you say that because we had a groomer on, and she said after she did her first day of grooming, <laughs> she knew that that was what she wanted to do for the oh, rest of her God life, and I thought, her is she crazy? There's something wrong with her.
1: It was. <laughs> I, I can identify with it's really nice to see a dog get clean, okay? It, it really is. And there's less poop picking up and grooming than dogs, but There it's is true. poop
0: picking up. In grooming, though I saw firsthand, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it is true, and this is it's Shit kind happens. Of, it happens. Yeah, oh, <laughs> here he goes with his tagline. This, uh, it's this like weird facade that people think, like, oh, you're dog trainers, you just roll around on the ground and play it must with puppies. Be wonderful, yeah, but like, there's legitimately like working hands on with dogs can be Physically stressful, yes, it can physical. be stressful, yes, yes, exactly. I know we got to get him, and, and the people that He's pay us to,
2: to work with their dogs. They are so relieved that somebody can actually deal with them because the dogs are so much work. It's not that and it's just can't. a big party. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and, and rightfully so. But Maybe they've had some other trainers and stuff. So I'm glad that you had that hands-on experience to impart because it is a little different than a magazine with dogs versus I'm going to be bathing eight dogs today and cutting their nails and dealing with the owners. It's a whole different ballgame. game. Oh, my God. And you guys work hard physically. Yeah, I would but say well, so. Well, I do. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> just just
0: lines up the podcasts
1: <laughs> yeah no it is it is and, more of a physical hands-on job right. than you think because even if you're not dealing with an unruly large dog a dog that has no training that's 30 or 40 pounds is can be powerful you know yeah. your dog is well-behaved. We've had a lot of guests on the show. Not all dogs can just lay on the floor and rest and be well-behaved when they come in. And yeah, it, it is a little bit physical, but we enjoy what we do, similar to what you enjoy what you do. And I yeah. think, like you were talking about, just the relationship with the clients, it's important to us. It's not yeah. a make it or break it. Like if an advertiser lo- leaves, loses, or leaves you, it's not like oh, the whole magazine's right. going to be screwed up and I'm heartbroken. But the people that work, similar to kind of how we fit into this community here, I would say with this podcast, when it works. It, it just feels good on yes, every angle. It, it just does every yeah good. The receivers, the givers, the, you know, we got our freaking cups now. Thank you, Chrissy. Like, you know, this community, it, it's important. The more you can build community and a successful community with like-minded people, the more success you're going to have.
0: And the connection is we all love dogs. So you're yeah. working with dog lovers. I'm working with dog lovers. Yeah. I, some of my very first clients, um, Alan Wayside Furniture and Bourneville Jeep, they've been with me from day one and yeah. wonderful. And I've made some really good friends out of this. That's, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. that's nice yeah it no, really it is, is. Nice. It people is nice. say like what do you do and i'm like oh i just spread good news <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I well, share i'm the a, joy spreader <laughs> i share
0: happy news because that's what we do yeah. i mean i don't say yeah. oh i publish a magazine i'm like i share spread happy news
1: yeah no so. and it's true and and anything with dogs whether you're young you know or old or you know middle-aged Dogs are great, and most people have dogs now, but just because you don't have a dog doesn't mean you don't still enjoy dogs. Maybe you have enough forethought to know that you don't have the time to dedicate to exactly. a dog. It's a lot of work with these people that are, you know, getting out of professional degrees, and they're both working all the hours. Sometimes it's more trouble than it's worth to add a dog into that mix and everything else. They wait a few years until maybe they have a family, and they have more time for a dog. Because. Yeah. You know, it, it takes up a lot of work. Well, now
0: also, you guys have probably been hearing this too with all the dogs that were rescued with during COVID. Mm-hmm. And now people are going back to work. And yeah.
2: so, giving them all back. They're,
0: yeah, they're yeah. giving them back. Some of
2: them. Best time to get a puppy is right when you've had a newborn. That's the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So there's just tons of shit yeah. every day. Yep. He's joking. He's joking. I will say, a rehab vet in Woburn, Mass. One time did say to me, like, this is going to be easy. I'm going to get a burner puppy. And it's going to be the same time in my maternity leave. And I saw her about two oh. months in. And she was like. That little thought process, I thought, didn't work out well. So, yeah. No, but really, anytime, even if you're not a dog person, I love picking up this magazine. And again, apparently uh-huh. I need to do more reading than just leafing through and looking at pictures. But um, if you are thinking about doing this anywhere, you know, if you do have some copywriting experience, because many people are very talented writers. And reach they just out don't know where to where to channel it.
0: Right. And reach out to me. I mean, I figured it out. I had never done a magazine yeah, before. Yeah. Where can
1: people find you? I'll put it in our show notes, <coughs> too. How, which are, and um, your email is easiest? Um, Do you have
0: a website? Yeah, seacoastbarkmagazine.com. Okay, that good. Would probably help. right, I'll yeah. put it in the
1: show notes too. So yeah, if you guys have questions or if you're interested in getting on Definitely board have. or advertising or whatever, your Hannaford doesn't carry it and we need to complain to them, let us know. And now that I know about the distribution company, I'm going to make sure the Dover one has the newest issue because I didn't see it the other day. So I now I got to double check. Where? At Hannaford. Now I got to double check because now it's on the distribution company, not Nance. All right. I'm going to put the URL. Oh, my pen just popped right up. I'm going to put the URL in the show notes. Is there anything else that uh, you'd like to share that we haven't touched on? No, I
0: think that's pretty much it. I have a meeting with Scott Scott (laughs) after
1: this for a little uh, (laughs) brainstorming. I'll (laughs) I'll send you the invoice for his consulting (laughs) fee.
0: (laughs) My new consultant. No, it was great, you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. And guys, seriously,
1: if you're not familiar with it, uh, check out Seacoast Bark, especially if you live in the Seacoast area of Maine, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts. Have a great week. Uh, See you next Wednesday, and keep it (laughs) quirky.